He was the only one who ever loved you. If you loved him, finish the job. It's an act of love. It's all you have, isn't it? Welcome to the Buzz to Kill podcast, where today's episode is all about... The monsters inside me. Aw, oh, yeah. <laughs> that... I'm Mike. I'm Tim. I'm Justin. And in the hot seat tonight, we have... Roommate Jen? Yeah. So tonight's a very, very special night, guys. Very special. Uh, it's a podcast first. Not just for us, but podcasts everywhere. Live birth. Live birthing right here on the podcast. We're ready, Jen. Dear God, I hope not. Look, I've got, I got the a, kiddie pool. I got a whole cooler <laughs> a full of ice nice. for some reason. I got the catcher's mitt. Yep. Uh, I got the Crisco, just, just in case we need a little extra help. <laughs> that sounds horrific. I, one of those claw things, you know, that uh, you went to the carnivals. For, for to, no, 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 not, not oh. real for you. Those little plastic little claw things. You it, <laughs> look like the Inspector Gadget arm. <laughs> go, go, Gadget baby. If you guys could see the motion he just did with his <laughs> fist, it was very unpleasant. I brought um, a, uh, I brought a scalpel for that pesky perineum. <laughs> oh, good God. My legs cannot literally close any tighter than they are right now. That oh, that's a terrific. first. <laughs> if I did that in the first place, I wouldn't be in this predicament. Oh, my God. So if you haven't been playing along with us, uh, roommate Jen is, uh, how, how far along are you now? Almost 35 weeks. 35 weeks. Of pregnancy, which it's very irresponsible that you keep coming to this show and drinking so much beer. So much beer. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I have I have stuck to my water every time mm-hmm. until yeah, today. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna drink it up. Water, wink, wink. <laughs> she spells water V O D K A. I would never. It's all water. I'm smelling this. It's oh, what is it? That is pure vodka. <laughs> is it pure? <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Although I'm going to booze it up tonight. Yeah, you are. Mm. Oh, she's yeah, because got... at 35, it hardly even matters now that you're this far along. He's just getting fat in there. It's yeah. Like... Oh, that, is that what it is? Pretty much. Just, just, just gaining on that weight now. He's after just... <laughs> after like 35-ish weeks, 34 weeks, they're really just getting... I think their lungs finished their developing, but at this point he's just putting on weight, yeah. which let's not put on too much of that. Sir. You guys come out. <laughs> like, no more carbs for you. Like I said, before you before you go, we'll just liquor you up. It'll be good. Right, there, nobody there. nobody will know that you've been drinking. We'll just like feed you like sticks of gum. What's that? That's the that's all the zebra on it. What's it called? Uh, fruit, the, uh, stripes fruit stripes. Gum. Fruit stripes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody'd be like, where the fuck did she get fruit stripes from? <laughs> 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 and it would have to be a constant stream because that stuff has flavor for all of about 30 seconds. Mm, That's so true. good, though. True. 
Plus, you get the so the free tattoos on the wrapper. Yes. yes. I mean, it doesn't get much better. Can't than go that. wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's only like twenty five cents for a pack of thirty. Yeah. So. Well, because that entire really, pack of thirty want, is going to last I you about thirty minutes. Fruit stripes. Fruit stripes. Is that what's called? Fruit yeah. stripes. Fruit. I want some now. I'm pretty sure they still sell it. Dang, I, I don't know so. if they've ever reformulated to make the flavor last not. longer. Every time they reformulate things, it's never near as good. No. Like Domino's pizza was so much better before they reformulated it. I don't know if you guys remember old school Domino's. It, um, it tasted like the Mexican pizzas that you used to get in uh, like middle school and elementary school. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. They were the best. I, that, that's what Domino's always reminded me of. See, like I a Mexican like pizza? Well, it's like, it, it, was like the, it was like the same type of... The flavor was different, obviously, but yeah. it was like the, the, sauce, the sausages were the same, the breading was the same, the crust. Are you talking about those chalupa things? No. Because do you remember those? They, they call them a chalupa. It was in school, and it was just like a... It was it, it kind of looked like a tostada shell. Sure. But it was curled up on the ends, and then yeah, it was no, just we never filled had those. with meat, sausage, or something like that. No, oh, ours, delicious. ours were just filled with like terrible ingredients and chemicals, and <laughs> <laughs> and it was delicious. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, please tell me I'm not crazy. But uh, anyway... Uh, uh, so other than Jen growing people inside of her, what have you guys been up to? Um, I have been... Dying. Dying? <laughs> You're dying? Just yeah. Slowly, so that, just that's how it's going to happen today. Jen's going to give birth. I'm going to die. It's the circle of life. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I'm going to tell you right now, if, I have, to, new. if I have to give birth at this podcast, he is going to die because I'm going to kill him. Ooh, <laughs> that's true. It's true. No, i uh, just been just been doing some stuff. You guys are getting ready for the uh, the big friends Christmas. The big extravaganza. Uh, Jen and Mike's super well done holiday <laughs> extravaganza. Yep. Yes. Uh, why don't you explain that title? Uh, so last year I um, decided to treat everybody to a nice tenderloin, nice mm. beef tenderloin, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, I overcooked it because I'm an idiot. It was a expensive piece of meat that luckily I uh, was got for free through some awesome channels. Uh-huh. So I didn't feel so bad about it, but this year, this year, I bought the meat. Redemption. So hopefully, hopefully if I if I ruin if I ruin this this year, and it wasn't ruined last year, but it was definitely well done. It still tasted and good. Let's be honest, tenderloin should be rare to medium rare. Yeah. Um, yeah. The bought it the other day. It's a hundred dollar piece of meat that I bought. You bought a hundred dollar piece of meat. I bought a hundred dollar piece of meat. Oh no! So you know uh, what they call that? What prostitution? <laughs> <laughs> but I paid a hundred dollars for it. So the it's meat good market. prostitution. <laughs> how many good? How many good prostitutes? You know, cost a hundred dollars. How many? I mean, pro- wait, how many, many prostitutes? prostitutes? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Listen, I've had the ten dollar and the fifty dollars. So uh-huh. the hundred dollars got to be better, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right? a good point. It comes with its own cream. Mm. Oh. Oh God. <laughs> but uh, no. yeah, so so I I said last year that like it's on. This is the redemption year. Mm-hmm. So if I screwed up again, you guys are never getting anything like that ever again. Well, we won't want it ever again because right. it'll suck so bad. But if I do it, it's great. Last chance. You're never getting it ever again. I'm not spending that much money. Oh on no, you might as well end on a high note. <laughs> exactly right. Well, yeah. We thought last year, like we'd we'd be grown ups and have ourselves a nice little dinner party for our Christmas party, <laughs> and yet we still somehow ended up with cheese in the album section and salami we were, in the curtains. Yeah, we were peeling salami off the curtains at the end of the uh, <laughs> last year. We did end up. We had a food fight. Oh, there was a small food fight. It yeah. was a classy affair until it the was. food fight. Yeah, but you know what? I, so much, I thought the so food, much fun, wine. I thought the food fight was a real shot of life. So it was fun. It was. No, it was, fun. No, it was a blast. It, it didn't was just destroy the really house funny. or anything. So. No. 
It was, was really good, funny because we had like had. everything all set up nice. I folded the napkins to look like Christmas trees. Everything was super classy. And then 16 bottles of wine later, we were in the middle of a food fight, <laughs> and I woke up to salami in the curtains. Yep. But like true to form, it was a blast. <laughs> it's not the first time you woke up to salami in the curtains, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I walked right into that so one. So greasy. Uh, oh, gross. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, uh, what, have you, what have you been up to, Jay? Just doing the thing, man. Yeah. Just working my tail like normal. and. Uh, I, yeah. saw, I saw him working the other day. I did. I was helping my pops on a job, actually, and uh, I, I see this really ugly car sitting outside on the street. <laughs> I got rid of the ugly car. Come on. I got it rid was, of the ugly car. traded it up was, for another ugly car. I was like, who, who would buy this? tan grandma pants looking colored car <laughs> in the street i was like the only one i know that has that is mike and so i uh, i texted him with the uh, the text massage and i uh, was like are you over where are you and he's like i'm here and i'm like are you here come out front i think i'm by you and it was his ugly car <laughs> yeah i was over uh, i was with my girlfriends uh we're starting to do the bottom floor now so i was like yeah. <laughs> next you'll be putting the salami in the curtains <laughs> <laughs> I was spackling the ceiling mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> yeah anyway so I come out he was directly next door to, the, to her house so right on small world yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> I got nothing after that I still have some white speckle left in the arms. I do, I do. It was was a messy affair. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Cool. Well, uh, is that everybody? uh, I I didn't go, but I didn't didn't do much. I put put my Christmas lights up on my house. Nice. Spent time up on my roof, which is always a good time. I will, I, I take, you know, any excuse I can to get up on the roof. So I take any excuse to climb anything, honestly. Yeah. Like if I can. Ex- except for the, I, I had to do a day two. So day one was like 67 degrees and beautiful. Day two, I didn't get out there until nightfall and it was freezing rain and like 20 mile an hour wind and it was horrible. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's about it. Just putting cool. up Christmas lights, getting ready for your ah. party. And then we're doing a Chris, or uh, not a Christmas, uh, uh, birthday party for my son on oh, Sunday. Cool. All right. you, guys, you guys aren't invited. That's fine. So I'm gonna have beef on my curtains. Oh. So <laughs> I, I can't come anyway. Sorry, I'm. <laughs> I I kind of figured that you guys wouldn't really be in much shape to come to a birthday party the next day anyway. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Lord knows I won't be. We're gonna have a house to clean. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's anyway. uh yeah that's what we got going on. Speaking of beef corrections, <laughs> here's here's some. Fuck. <laughs> that was good. Stupid! You're so stupid! Um, yeah, so we actually did get some stuff wrong last oh, week. No. Uh, Samuel Hamida, uh, I said, uh, he was one of the guys that passed away last week. Yeah. Um, I said that he produced Evil Dead. He didn't produce Evil Dead. He produced the Resident Evil movie. <laughs> I had Evil Dead on the brain. I, I thought you always, said Resident Evil. No, I had to re-listen to it like four times because I thought I did too, and no, uh, I said Evil Dead. Really? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Weird. Uh, and then also, I said that uh, Frank Henenlotter did a lot of movies that were in the 80s, and uh, Frankenhooker was in 1990. Oh. Not an 80s movie. All right. Bet you she cost hundred bucks. Yeah, the Frankenhooker. <laughs> Frankenhooker. All right, is that it? That's all I got. Alrighty. Well, <clears throat> today, what the? F- okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Real good. I just I, I got a text message from one of our friends that just says my name with three exclamation points, and 
I don't know. That seems. Ooh, I don't know. It seems fishy. It, I kind of want to. I want you to open it. Oh no! No, it's just I, it's just my name. Is is Justin sending you videos again? No. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so this week, uh, as a as a special tribute to Jen and her offspring, we decided to uh, we decided to go the non-alcoholic route. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you're when you're pregnant, you can't drink. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about pregnancy and demon babies here. So. Uh, um, so we're drinking a fine, fine, fine non-alcoholic brew from Anheuser-Busch. Uh, Only my, the best. My people. Only, Only the, best. the best. This is O'Doul's. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good thing we had a lot of utility beer because I didn't bring any with me tonight. And we're drinking O'Doul's, so we need supplements. And there was a lot in the fridge, so that's good. There you go. So, O'Doul's Premium Extra Smooth, a non-alcoholic brew, contains less than 0.50% alcohol by volume, and I, we discussed this earlier. Uh-huh. I've heard before, and I, I don't know for sure if this is true, but one bottle of this contains less alcohol than a glass of orange juice. Which, I always didn't know that there was naturally occurring alcohol in orange juice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Never knew that. That's why There's... you have to be 21 to buy it. Duh. Oh. <laughs> God. That's why dudes make, uh, don't they use um, orange juice to make uh, grog in prison? Maybe. I think that's what they use. Hmm. They, fer- just, they ferment it under the radiator in I, their, in their I, cell. I don't know how to make grog. I don't want to know because it just disgusts me. Like, mm. or, or what's that What's that shit drug? <laughs> shit uh, drug. Jankum. Oh, Jankum. Jankum. Oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into Jankum. All right, so O'Doul's starts as a fine premium beer, full brewed, fully fermented, and cold aged, using only the finest natural ingredients. O'Doul's delivers all of the great taste of a fine premium beer. Okay. Okay. Take your word and for it. These are twist off, I believe. I, they Does say right on non And for those that were concerned, this is why I said I'm drinking it up tonight, is because. Yeah. We're drinking O'Doul's. Yeah, my, my sister drank this during her Mine pregnancy, doesn't... and her kids are mostly fine. So <laughs> we're gonna just watch me catch this. so much flack from people. What? That Jen's drinking a non-alcoholic beer. Listen, oh folks, Listen. I'm gonna have one. Like, I don't <laughs> think it's gonna hurt the baby. I haven't drank all all the rest of the nine months I've been pregnant. Except for the right. taste of beer is gonna hit your lips, and you're and just I gonna go crazy. Well, I mentioned Jen. I mentioned Jen they, too, though. They actually say that you can drink like red wine. Oh like, yeah. So there's mm-hmm. way more Especially alcohol in a glass of red wine than there's going to be in a bottle of O'Doul's. Yeah. Oh, definitely. For sure. Like that's the thing. Like it's it says non-alcoholic and it says it's point like less, less than, than point. This, point is, five. this is point five percent alcohol by volume, and red wine is usually like fifteen yeah, percent alcohol right. by volume. So, so we're good. We're it, good. Baby will be okay. We're good, folks. We'll we'll keep you updated on Jen's freak baby if it comes <laughs> if it comes out all weird. But if this ends up being what puts me into labor, I'm gonna be real pissed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cheers, boys and girls and little boys. My bottle didn't touch anybody's bottle. <laughs> I kept trying and everyone moved away. There we go. That was a weird clink. Mm. It's not bad. Now, See, we went through oh, a we went through like a little beer. thing. What was it like two years ago? It was like two years ago where we we decided for some. No, because you weren't drinking because your wife was pregnant, and so you were drinking not alcoholic oh, beer. Was, and I, I was, did it in solidarity yeah, with you. I was doing I was doing it in solidarity with my wife. I wasn't drinking. And then Mike decided to do it in solidarity with me. So we drink alone. <laughs> yeah. So when we got together to watch movies, we would drink O'Doul's and O'Doul's Amber, which is actually really, really good. damn yeah, good. Really good. And you find out that hey, actually, just the taste of beer is quite delightful. Right. And it's got a weird placebo effect. 
Because we would be sitting yes, there watching a movie, drinking O'Doul's Amber, and we'd be like, I feel is it drunk. just me? Like, I feel like I'm kind of buzzed. That's sort of weird. <laughs> it is bizarre. Well, because your body's just used to that, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm not going to do that to you. Oh, God. I'm not going to do that to you. So not, right. so, not oh. only, so not only do we have the non-alcoholic beer for the for the pregnant part. Oh, is this a surprise? But we, have, but we have the beer that brings you to the pregnant part. Yes. What is it? This is like Christmas. Christmas. Get it out of that bag because that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good choice. Also, also tonight, which Jen will not be partaking in. No, which sucks because this is. N- oh, it sucks. No, right. no pun intended on the on the name of the beer when he says it because it's even funnier when I say this. But it's one of my favorite beers because I was on a red a red kick for a while, and so this is kind of a little torture that I'm gonna sit here with my O'Doul's while you drink that. But. All right, from Brewery Brewery Vivant. I always hate saying the word brewery. It, it, it's a weird thing, yeah. Brewery Vivant, which is uh, Mike's favorite brewery. It is. Bre- brewery here in Michigan. Brewery. Uh, it's in Grand Rapids, right? It is in Grand Rapids, yep. Yeah, Brewery Vivant. Uh, this is Big Red Cock. <laughs> Hoppy Farmhouse Red Ale. This baby's 6% alcohol by volume. Hoppy Farmhouse Red Ale, the big red rooster from our logo, is an homage to the Wallonia region of southern Belgium, where we draw our inspiration for rustic farmhouse ales. This beer pours a deep red hue from from the caramel malts used in the mash. It lends the beer the backbone it needs to stand up to the excessive hop charges the brewers throw into the kettle. Citra... (coughs) Sorry. Citra hops blend with the caramel malts to produce hints of mango and tropical fruit, while our farmhouse yeast adds a citrus character to the beer. Drink fresh. Uh, put it in a tulip glass. Tulip or a snifter. Mm. I like that word, snifter. Snifter. No. <laughs> you, like... you choked a little on the big red <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's crack this. Oh. Don't feel like you need to drink the O'Doul's if you don't want to. Oh, I'm definitely drinking the O'Doul's. I like. I just those. couldn't help myself. Oh, look at my big red cock is foaming over. <laughs> oh, Jay! I am making a mess. It exploded. Uh, that came out more than I expected. <laughs> uh, double cheers. Double cheers. <laughs> the big red cock. <laughs> yes. Cheers, Jennifer. Oh, thanks. Plus, oh. the O'Doul's gave me something to drink. What kind of flavors do you get? Mm-mm-mm. Um, it's a little salty. <laughs> a little salty. Yeah, it doesn't taste like much, actually. It's Mostly like having penis. a penis. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of penis flavor with some beer. <laughs> like a beer-covered penis. <laughs> uh, actually, um... What the hell was uh, oh it's the citra hops. I was gonna say there's a lot of like a lot of um Florally, citrus like, yeah, yeah, like citrus not floral, taste to but it. yeah, the bright mm-hmm. down bright citrusy flavors, mm-hmm. yeah. There's yeah. quite a bit of like after carbonation if that makes sense. Like after you take a sip you feel that bubble 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 bu- bu- mm. like going on. Like um like it's popping in your mouth. Yeah. Sort of like that. Um, I get, I'm getting a lot of that pre-carbonation. Oh. <laughs> you gotta watch out for that. That's the stuff that gets you drunk faster. Most people don't think that you can get drunk from pre-carbonation, but you can. It's a myth. There's a lot of alcohol in that pre-carbonation. All right. Oh well, <clears throat> to All go right. along with these beers, we are also talking about uh, the movie Prevenge. Yep. 
Uh, which is a newer movie, 2016. Uh, 2016, yep. 2016, yep. and then from 1974. It's Alive. It's Alive! Which I'd never seen before. I, I thought that I had, but it turns out I had not ever seen it. Same here. I thought that I had seen it, and I did not, and I f- thoroughly enjoyed it. As did I. So, As did I. Uh, so that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. All right. All right. All right. So I'm going to start off the bleed feed with probably the, <laughs> the the thing that I'm looking the most forward to, I think, ever in my life. Okay. So we all know that, because we had talked about it. Mm-hmm. So we know that uh, Richard Stanley is coming back to the director's chair. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that made the Island of Dr. Moreau. We did the episode yeah. where we talked about how he went into the woods and like lived there and was yeah, crazy. Yeah, like, crazy. Yeah. Right? So anything he does now is just going to be amazing to me. Uh-huh. So he is making uh, a movie called uh, The Color Out of Space. And it's being made by Spectre Vision, one of my favorite horror companies now. Oh, is that uh, Elijah Wood's company? It's Elijah Wood's company, Elijah yeah. Wood and, uh, so this and is, another dude. I can yeah. never remember his name. So this is an adaptation <laughs> that Richard Stanley is doing being produced by Spectre Vision, and it has just released that the star of this movie is none other than Mandy star Nicolas Cage. We are getting a Nicolas Cage Richard Stanley movie about a guy that hallucinates. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's just going to be two hours of Nick Cage freakouts. So this is what the movie is about. An affluent New Yorker and, his, and, uh, and family man who has taken up residence on his father's old farm homestead. Uh, when a mysterious meteorite plummets into their front yard, the scene is set for hallucination and horror as the family is menaced by forces that begin to absorb all in their path. Nice. Now shades of this story can actually be seen in the short story Weeds. Uh, that was adapted by Stephen King, or Stephen King was in, in Creepshow. Oh, okay. So it's shades of that story, so very, very similar. Yeah. But Nicolas Cage hallucinating. Yeah. Richard's, oh my God. It's going to be the the single greatest thing ever put to film. I love that he's found a new place in in genre films. I agree. It's amazing. It's it's well suited for it's him. It's not new. He just, he he's going full, like full hog into it. Full like, Monty. Yeah, he really is. Uh, let's see here. Um, some updates here. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan has been working on uh, his version of Tales from the Crypt for a long time, mm-hmm. and it hit a lot of snags along the way. Oh, I thought it got like completely well, eighty-six from it, the. It was. It hit a bunch of snags, and it had. Uh, it was basically just kind of lame duck for a while. Mm-hmm. And M. Night Shyamalan has now come out and said that, according to him, it is dead in the water, uh, due to rights disputes over the name and the show. Which thought, is which sucks. I thought it was dead in the water a long time uh, ago. They were they were they were holding out hope for the longest oh, okay. time, but this pretty much final nail in the coffin. It's kind of a bummer because they did they put out like a a teaser for it, or a few I think a few teasers actually. And uh, they, they were for marketing. Those those I saw those two. Those were not actually released. At least they weren't supposed to be. Those were basically oh, marketing, yeah, that's right. like marketing things like behind the scenes to but get even, money. Even still, but, if it would have come out. Looking and feeling sort of like that, I think it would have been really cool. Yeah, I agree. But uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get that now. And unlike most people these days, we're actually M. Night Shyamalan fans. Yeah. So. Well, actually, these days, everybody is kind yeah, of a Shyamalan people, people fan again. Yeah, I guess people are starting to come back around. Yep. Yeah. 
So anyway, what's the twist? <laughs> um, <laughs> something that's uh, not dead in the water is the next Halloween movie. Because uh, let's be honest, it's gonna fucking happen after mm-hmm. after the opening that this one had and of how much it's made. Uh, if you are worried about it, there's one part of it that you can at least be happy about, and that is that John Carpenter confirms that he will indeed score the next installment as well. Nice. So at the very least. The music will be good. Mm-hmm. Even if the mask looks like shit, <laughs> the music will be good. Wait, did you think the mask looked like shit? No, but the it's the one? sequel. Oh. All the sequels in oh. Halloween have shitty masks. <laughs> like, just don't yeah. touch it. Just leave it the way it was in this first one. Just use but the CGI same thing. is so good. We can make a CGI mask that looks good this time. No. Give it eyebrows. Um, no. That's always the best yeah, way right? to go. Right? And the craziest hair you've ever seen in your life. No. And while you're at it, cinch cinch the waist on the uh, coveralls because they're, they're <laughs> it, really it, it really, his figure. <laughs> it really gives Michael a nice little spelt figure. <laughs> Ridiculous! Oh my god! All right, uh, moving on. Uh, the new Resident Evil remake has found its director in uh, Johannes Roberts. Uh, Johannes Roberts uh, was the director of Forty Seven Meters Down and Strangers Pray at Night. So this is going to be the guy that is going to be helming the new Resident Evil reboot. Right on. So pretty, pretty, pretty excited about that one. Uh, let's see here. Don Mancini. Okay. Don Mancini. Oh, boy. Is pissed about the new Chucky movie being made. The new buddy movie. He finally broke his silence about it. Because yeah. the only thing he has said up until now is uh, he took a little jab at it online. And that's pretty much it. He hasn't mm-hmm. really talked a whole lot about it. Uh, he was on, uh, 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 what's his name, Mick Ayers' uh, post-mortem podcast, mm. and uh, he was talking about it. He got a little deeper into it, and uh, there's a whole uh, thing here. I'm just going to like paraphrase it, but he uh, or quote him, rather. He goes, uh, obviously my feelings were hurt. You know, I had just done two movies, and forgive me if I sound defensive, but they were both at 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Even though they didn't get theatrical releases, they were well regarded. And I did create the character and nurture the franchise for three fucking decades. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he's pissed. Yeah. He, they basically, they came to him and asked him to sign off on it, and they, they just wanted his approval. He didn't give it to him. And uh, now he kind of feels, in his words, patronized by the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, he goes on to say, uh, the people who are making that movie, they don't know how that's going to affect my livelihood. It's not just a paycheck. It's very personal. MGM is potentially screwing with that. Wow. So, like, he's pissed. Yeah. He's really, really pissed. Rightfully so. And it sounds like there was just a loophole that MGM retained the rights to the first movie somehow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, hopefully... The it's fans like, turn like on the, it and it bombs. It's like the direct opposite of what's going on yeah. with Friday the 13th. Yeah, kind it's of. It's just deadlocked for everybody. Whereas anybody who wants to shit out a Chucky movie now can. Yeah. Nah. So uh, so that sucks. Like I said, hopefully the fans will turn on it and not go to see it. and It'll just bomb. Well, and I'm they, still going to watch it. but Yeah, I'm not going to. I won't give theater money for it, though. I'll no, say that. No, I'll no, wait. No. Yeah. I'll wait That's for it. it. Right. But, right. yeah. Kind of shitty, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know what also is shitty? My segment. <laughs> <laughs> What's new on Blue, baby? Oh, gosh. All right. <clears throat> All aboard for terror. Horror Express, the 1972 film starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, is coming to Blu-ray with a brand new 2K restoration, several new interviews, and brand new commentary courtesy of Arrow Video. 
this release will also feature a reversible sleeve featuring newly commissioned artwork by Graham Humphreys, and the first pressing will come with a fully illustrated collector's booklet with new writing by Adam Scovell. Nice. Uh, that hit shelves in Canada on February 11th, and the U.S. on February 12th. Nice. <clears throat> Next up, let me tell you something. I like my dogs like I like my vegetables. Genetically modified. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm excited to tell you that Scream Factory has announced the Blu ray release of Man's Best Friend. This cute, cuddly, ravenous, bloodthirsty little fella is finding his forever home on March 12th. Uh, <laughs> the one thing. Why? So, Scream Factory always puts a bunch of money into their releases. Why would they not change this terrible cover art? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that is it's no terrible. good. terrible. Do you remember the original cover art of Man's Best Friend? No, I don't. It was, uh, it was. It, it was just a, looks like Cujo. It it looks terrible. It's like you can barely even it's tell it's a. Out. You can barely tell it's a dog. It looks like a big like gross vagina or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> it's probably probably what you're gonna look like in a few weeks. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the teeth and everything. Oh um, no! No, but uh, the the original cover. I think it was the original cover art because I remember seeing it when I was younger. Um. On, on VHS was a shot of Lance Henriksen and he's pointing a laser scope pistol and then behind him you see the, the face of the, the Rottweiler with like half of a bionic like half bionic face. Bionic Rot. Bionic Rot. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool metal band bionic name. Rot. Bionic Rot. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know why they would not have uh, changed that because it, it looks really awful. Uh, let's see. All right, the follow-up to 2015's Goosebumps, Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween, will be arriving on Blu-ray, uh, digital and uh, or D- DVD and digital HD on January 25th, 2019. Only there has been a major title change in the 11th hour. Uh, the film will be hitting shelves under the moniker Goosebumps 2. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they dropped the haunted Halloween. I don't yeah. know why. Why wouldn't you? Um, why wouldn't you just run with it? It's yeah, about a haunted Halloween. Why wouldn't you just keep it's a very, it? It's know. a very goosebumpsy title. <clears throat> I have not so. watched either of those. Oh, the first one's Did so good. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch it. It's good. I watched it at your house. Was that the one with Jack Black? Oh, yeah. yeah you watched yeah. it by yourself in my house. I did. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> what was I out trick-or-treating with my kids or something? I don't know. You were doing something. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, making me rethink my earlier statement about liking my veggies genetically modified is the 1985 virus contamination thriller Warning Sign, which finds the residents of a small town in Utah duped by a bioweapon manufacturing facility posing as a research and development lab for agricultural agricultural advancements. Uh, As this type of thing usually goes, the horrific chemical agent infects the people of the town, turning them into psychotic killers. Uh, this is another release coming to us from Scream Factory. Surprise, surprise. And will be out March 26th. Uh, the, the sheer <clears throat> amount of product that that company puts out Scream is Factory? amazing. Scream Factory? Every I, week. It's amazing. I, just, yeah. You know, they started off with a couple titles here and there. You know, they had like their yearly their yearly batch <clears throat> they would do, basically. And I, I swear to God, their, their catalog is just massive now. Mm-hmm. Just massive. Well, here, let me hit you with something different. Okay. Uh, this is a quick update from a previously announced release from Scream Factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 1996 teen angsty coming of age witches being bitches film The Craft has official release date of March 12th. Uh, just a quick update there. And also from Scream Factory, 
yet another Blu-ray release due on March 26th. This time it comes in the form of a classic 1945 Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi picture, The Body Snatcher. Extras and specs are still in progress and will be announced at a later date, but not by us. Because we don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for blues. All right. Uh, so I'm going to end the news segment with uh, my favorite news bit of the week. And that is uh, an old favorite. It's coming back to television. That favorite being, um, what's your favorite? Actually, let's see if you can guess it. What is your favorite celebrity claymation fighting show of all time? Uh, celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, celebrity Deathmatch is coming back. Uh, MTV Studios is bringing it back. And here's the weird part. They're shopping it to other networks. So MTV Studios is making it, but they're not putting it on MTV. They're shopping it around to other... It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. I don't really get it. God forbid MTV actually put be, good programming it's, back it's on because, their network. It it's because where are, they, where are they supposed to fit it in between episodes of 16 and Pregnant? Oh, it's true. That's that's literally or sixteen and pregnant and uh, what teen the hell's mom. Teen Mom and and, uh, and mom, uh, Dream Factory, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. What's that show called with Rob Deerdeck? Is it even still on? Fantasy oh, Factory. Fantasy Factory. Yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah. not. I, I think so. I think I think they ended the show, but it's still they run it. Constantly. I don't think that I've turned on MTV. In I haven't either. Ten Me years. Either. Last time I was on MTV, that's all they played was literally you were those on three MTV? shows. Yeah. <laughs> I was on it once. Yeah. TRL. <laughs> okay, when I was a teenager, I wanted nothing more than to go to TRL. Like I wanted to go so bad because that Carson Daly is dreamy. Not only that, but um, I was in love with the Backstreet Boys, and they were on it all the time. That was Boy Everybody. Band Central back in the day. The only time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Roger's body. I was going to say, that's not, <laughs> that's not New Kids on the Block, but then I realized she said Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. But, was, New Kids on the Block was a little a little too uh, late for the TRL game, although Jordan was on it because he had that his single, his solo stuff. Anyway, back to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, the only other news to come out of this is that uh, Ice Cube is going to be leading the voice cast. Ice Cube? And his uh, <laughs> and his production company is behind it, I guess. Cube Productions or whatever the fuck it's called. Okay. But it sounds like he's going to be like one of the commentators or something like that. Uh, Some, cool. or, or something. So. I, I actually okay. like Ice Cube. He's funny. But uh, yeah. Cool. That's, that's, <laughs> that's your news. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up with another stupid fact of the week here. And here we go. In 10 minutes... A hurricane releases more energy than all of the world's nuclear weapons combined. Really? Wow. So why don't we just find a way to harness the energy of a hurricane? Clearly they've never seen me eat beans. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! That was Mike's toots. (laughs) Boom! That was the news. Uh, That's crazy, though. Yeah. Uh, how, how would you how would you harness it though? Wouldn't the hurricane just destroy anything that you set up? Like <laughs> I don't know. We have some pretty strong materials. It's like we're gonna harness the power of fire with a wooden building. <laughs> Doesn't really make a lot of sense. I don't know. Is there anything that a hurricane can't destroy? Chuck Norris, Mike's virginity. <laughs> hey, it's mean. You leave Tony out of this. You can make an make an entire building. <laughs> <laughs> you named your virginity. It's Tony. You make an entire building uh, out of out of uh, the material that they use to make black boxes on airplanes. There you go. And then mm-hmm. and then harness the energy of a. It's just that simple. And it's, then it's you harness just... the energy 
of the hurricane. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. Some, somebody somebody call it? up science because I just finished this. <laughs> well, I just figured this out. You need the black just boxes all built over. into a giant Dorothy 2 from Twister. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and, and to hold them down so they don't fly away, you can tie belts around them. Yeah. <laughs> because... Mm. Logic. Logic. Because of logic, yeah. It's gone off the rails yeah. real fast. All right. Well, uh, wow. We getting... We're going we're gonna to take a break, and then we're going to twister our way back to, <laughs> to, to, to That's off topic. demon babies and big red pregnancy cock. and big red cock. Mm. Delicious. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. then. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so uh, the first up, uh, we're talking about a little movie called Inside. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> no. 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 We, we considered that one, and then we decided we are not going to, we wouldn't make Jen go through that. And um, I thank you That or Serbian film. Like well, what we need a movie has to do with babies. Serbian film. No. <laughs> oh God. Uh. We talked about that one the other day, and I said I will not. There's no, I've a never line, seen it either. and I feel like that just crosses. Us. I do want to see a Serbian film just because I feel like I need to experience it as mm-hmm. like an extreme kind of like a horror lover. Like mm-hmm. I, I just want to experience it. Not that I want to see it. I just, right. I don't know. It was like when I saw Cannibal, uh, Cannibal Holocaust for the first time. Like mm-hmm. Cannibal Holocaust had this reputation for being. It was the most banned movie ever. It was like this horrible, horrible thing. There's real animal death in it. And there's ball. Whoa, right? Mm-hmm. So I finally saw it. And the animal death part is hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the whole rest of the movie, I was just like, oh, it's, it's just a cannibal movie. Like, it's yeah, not, it's not that bad. Um, you know, so I wonder if a Serbian film, I almost want to see it to see if it's as bad. I know that one scene will be bad. But is the rest of the movie really as bad as everybody says it is? To me, I've I've seen most of the movie. I'd say probably I've just in bits and pieces. Yeah. To me, that particular scene is very upsetting. But I I wouldn't even say that that's the worst of it. Yeah. For me, really? personally, yeah. Oh, well. But don't get me wrong. That scene sucks. Like it's it's hard. It's 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 not even hard to watch. It's hard to hear. It's like a. Ugh. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's what you hear in the scene that's really upsetting. Oh dear! Nope. All right, but, um, <laughs> hard pass. I feel like I don't I don't have a like there, I don't have a lot of lines on things like that, and I feel like that is one I just can't make myself cross. If yeah, you don't know no, don't if you him. if you don't know what we're talking about, just look up a Serbian film, and I'm or, sure there's or don't or don't yeah <laughs> maybe, just maybe don't look, look up any videos. maybe look up somebody like forewarning you what it is before you watch it right. or or look up like uh you know how on youtube people do reaction videos oh those would probably be fun for a serbian you film should, yeah instead of looking up a serbian film look up three guys or three no, guys no, one no, hand. no no three. no 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 don't, don't, oh, even, don't even, we're never up. supposed to mention that yeah, on the show don't ever. even say that name, the name. oh god it's terrible it's there, there was a little bit of like craziness like that that i wish they were <clears> filming <throat> that happened in detroit uh, yesterday or something like that what they found a uh, human skull in a flower pot that's what? Someone, uh, and, what? At, at a church? Dang. At a church? Yeah, I didn't do it. Wow. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I thought, I was like, Mike. All right, my buddy. Is that for real? Yeah. 
Wow. Like buried I, down in the flower pot? Like, yeah, like they kind of put it, that, I don't know if it was buried or if they like, like kind of like planted it like a flower where part of it was showing. Whoa. Or I, I didn't really catch the whole story, but that's, well, that's what I caught of it. Was it planted by somebody at the church? I don't know. Huh. Mike! It's, Mike! Yeah. It's, it's Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Oh, no. They found him. No, we've already established he's probably under my house. Yeah, that's, true, that's true. All, All right, right. <laughs> back to the uh, back to the episode at hand. We're starting with 2016's Prevenge, uh, directed by Alice Lowe, starring Alice Lowe, and written by guess what? Alice, Alice Lowe. Lowe. Uh, so the synopsis here is. Uh, Widow Ruth is seven months pregnant when, believing herself to be guided by her unborn baby, she embarks on a homicidal rampage, dispatching anyone who stands in her way. Um, if, if guided by her unborn baby sounds weird, uh, just go back to the beginning of the episode yeah. and you'll, you'll hear this adorable little English baby. Oh, she's so cute. Speaking to her mother, and that's what <laughs> it's literally what it is. It's a baby speaking to her mother. Is that a little bit of it? I need some milk right now, please. <laughs> Which, which we discovered my baby apparently really enjoys because I don't think I've ever felt him rolling around quite so much in there as I did for the first half of this movie. And every time you, and then today when we were doing the opening to the podcast and again, that little baby voice came on and he was like, Hey, I'm just kicking around. I was like, found himself a girlfriend or either that or he's a psycho. Yeah. It remains to be seen. We'll find out. I like it. You never know. <laughs> He's practicing his stabs. In the <laughs> I, sometimes that's not that it hurts like that, but like sometimes those quick jabs is exactly what it feels like. Uh, yeah. So like I said, uh, Alice Lowe, who uh, starred in this movie, um, was legitimately eight months pregnant when they made this movie. Yeah. Uh, that's she. Pretty, it's pretty bold. It's of, pretty because like, pretty ballsy. Most most. So was the sex. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you know, by the time you're eight months pregnant, it's probably a good idea to just sort of take it easy yeah but she went the complete opposite direction they they shot the movie in something like eight to eleven days or something like that i think it was and uh the reason that she wrote the movies because when she was pregnant she couldn't find work so she took matters into her own hands and said well fuck you i'm gonna make a movie that incorporates my pregnancy uh Uh, pretty pretty badass actually you know yeah oh yeah really badass yeah just taking it into her own hands and she wrote she wrote the damn thing in like three days i think it was really yeah so like she yeah she's kind of a a hero in the sense of this movie actually being made yeah uh so so pretty cool though so every time you see her pregnant that's not like a beach ball or a you know (laughs) plate of pasta or something like that like it's 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 a real baby a real real low budget on on this film they'd use plates of pasta instead of a a fake baby belly Like a pillow would have done, like a plate of pasta? Like, what We're skatering! We need our baby! (laughs) Um... Uh, so, so um, I, I, now that I know that they shot it in like eight to eleven days, I got the sense that they. Oh no, there, there it is. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't do it last week. You did. No, did you I? Didn't know. Did I didn't do it last. I week. did, did it, it last week. I did it, and then you said that you needed to watch yourself, and you didn't. That's I paid right. attention. That's yeah. right. One yeah. whole episode, but then I <laughs> fucked it up. So uh, I got the sense that a lot of this movie maybe been maybe uh, was improvised. I don't think so. Did you did you didn't get that sense at all? I really didn't. No. Like the the conversations seemed really organic to me, in a way that only improvised conversations hmm. do. Oh, so there's no way that she could just you know be that great of an actress. Well, everybody else though too. I mean, it just no. I it just like 
you know how those types of movies, especially something that need to be shot so quickly. Yeah, it was written so kind of, quickly. Right, that's just kind of the feel that I got. I like mean, maybe I she wrote, I maybe she wrote a, a script and and uh, and a basic outline, and then they just kind of went for it. Yeah, I suppose it's possible. It didn't come off that way to me, but I mean, you could very well be right. Maybe I just have a better eye than you do, Mike. Ooh, fucking dick. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, jumping into this movie. Uh, so it it says in the it says in the uh, the synopsis here that she dispatches anyone who stands in her way. That's but not exactly that's true. That's not exactly true because no. they all had a common link, right? They did. They did. Liter- literally all. and figuratively. <laughs> right. There was a rope that was a common link between yes. all of them. Well, one of them didn't have a link. Well, yeah. But... Which one? Her husband that husband. died. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a link and then it was severed. It was severed. He was the first one to go. That well, but there were you all few... the weakest link. Goodbye. There was, I think that well, I guess there was really only just the one, the one guy that she that he didn't have anything to do with it. He just happened to be a witness. Oh well, oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. Kind and of that was a way. bummer too because that yeah. guy was so nice. He was cooking for yeah. like yeah. that could have so been concerned. like that could have been like her knight in shining armor. But then the baby's and like he had a great mustache. <laughs> he did have a great mustache. <laughs> I mean, that's how you judge a man. Yeah, is right. on his mustache exactly. But the baby that even is... said, "I don't want a new daddy." <laughs> oh, it did. That's right. And, but the, that baby was kind of a dick. Baby, yeah. that baby was a bitch. The, yeah, <laughs> let's let's be fair here though, because she did end up killing a dude in front of that guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she kind of had to get rid of him. Yeah. Right? yeah. She kind of fucked that up. Leave no can Forgive that afterwards. Yeah. Right. So anyway, since you don't know what we're talking about, why don't we jump back to the beginning? <laughs> Basically, you see this woman. Uh, she's just kind of. It it really goes. She goes whole hog right away. Yeah. Like you see a couple flashbacks maybe. And then yeah, all well, of a sudden you just see her going to buy a, a a lizard for her son who doesn't actually exist. Yeah. It's very it's very much a story that unfolds as you're going as right. opposed to like, you know, point A to point B. Right. So uh yeah, she's buying a lizard or whatever and you don't know exactly what's gonna happen and then like that first kill comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, re- I I, for- I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. I think we had briefly mentioned this movie back when we used to watch like a thousand movies per episode. Yeah, we did a. Uh, I think it was f- in our cradle, cradle to the grave. Yeah, yeah. Episode where we talked about babies and pregnancy and stuff. Yep. But uh, this is special occasion, so we're redoing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you talked about this movie briefly. Yeah, so I hadn't seen it since then, though. So mm-hmm. this has been almost two years then, probably at this mm-hmm. point. And uh, I for I just forgot that it opened so strongly. Like there's a really what the mm-hmm. fuck moment, like yeah. <laughs> in the very beginning, like oh shit. And going into it, not knowing anything about the movie, the sense that I got from it was because I didn't I didn't know that there was a like a, a common link. I didn't know why she would have been out for revenge for uh, you know any particular reason. And what I got from that was she goes into this uh, pet shop. It's like exotic pets. There's tarantulas and snakes and reptiles and stuff like that. And she's talking to the guy, and the conversation seems to be very pleasant. And then he's a little bit creepy. Yeah. Makes a a couple of creepy, like, come on uh, uh, comments to her. Yep. And then he says, why don't you come into the back? I'll show you my, my... you know, my special collection because your son sounds like he really wants something cool and out there. And they go back and they check out a couple of tarantulas and then they, uh, they don't even, I don't even think they show the last thing that they're looking at. Mm -hmm. And she Mm -hmm. says, is it dangerous? And he says, oh yeah, it's dangerous. And then she just grabs a knife and slits his throat. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty... And be- out of nowhere. And because I didn't know what was going on, the thing that I took away from that was, and, and because this is called Prevenge, 
I was like, well, she's obviously she wants she's she wants to protect her baby so badly that she's going to do away with anybody who poses any kind of threat. And when she asked the guy if it was dangerous and he says, "Oh yeah, it's dangerous." I was like, my thought was she killed the guy simply because he was offering to sell her something that could potentially hurt her, hurt her child. Like yeah. that's the extreme she was going to. Sure, like, sure. Like this guy poses a possible threat to my kid because he's trying to sell me something that could hurt my child, so I'm just going to kill him. That's what I got. Yeah, the um, until the rest of the story sort of starts to unfold, you know. Sure, sure. I, yeah, it's um, like like I said, it comes out of nowhere, and it the the movie starts off with a weird feeling to me. It's got a very fly on the wall kind of look to it at times, mm-hmm. where it almost seems like it's just somebody following her around with a camcorder. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's very kind of like a. Um, aggressive filmmaking i guess you could call it you know it's not very polished it's just kind of like a guy with a camera following her around they're doing their thing and because of that like i said it kind of throws you into this 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 weird sense of like you just don't know what the fuck's going to happen yeah mm-hmm. um and i like that yeah um, well, that's what i said when she first that first kill i was like whoa didn't see that coming like i had no idea what was happening but i took it more as that like he was a bit of a creeper and so she was trying to. So you thought just because he was a creep, like she was, she was pregnant and hormonal, and was like, "Don't you, don't you do it," and just yeah. slid his throat. I guess I, I was. I guess the, the reason it popped, my explanation of it popped into my head, is because I was trying to, I was trying to connect it with the term prevenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, why that makes would sense. you? Even, oh, I get it. Because even still, now that I know the full story, and now that I know why she was out doing these things, the term prevenge still doesn't fully make that much sense sure does. she's pregnant she's out for revenge for her husband's death because she thinks that somebody's at fault oh so and she thinks it's her, and it's her oh so baby. it's so it's supposed to be like a um like a portmanteau of yeah pregnant and revenge you're just not getting this well no i thought <laughs> no i thought it was prevenge like preemptive revenge oh no oh, no because her no because no, her husband because she blames those people for her okay. husband's death and she's that's the link that do they you, all do share. you see why i could say that though yeah. yeah, it seems like it could like preemptive I mean, revenge. It seems like that could be makes you kind of a stupid person. But yeah, well, not, <laughs> well, no, like making the connection that I made in the beginning, where I thought she was trying to do away with somebody who posed yeah. a in the potential threat. Yes, yes, That's I get it. In the beginning. Thought, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Well, and I kind of I missed the widowed part of the synopsis before we watched it somehow. So when the guy was being a creeper, I kind of thought she was just out for revenge against men in general. Oh. So, like maybe she was like pissed about being pregnant a, and she yeah. just when, like she'd been left high and dry because like the the other guy the next guy was a giant freaking creep too yeah he was an asshole oh yeah well so that's where I was thinking this was all going like she was just she was gonna she was nail just these pissed guys off at dudes and like, right, yeah right. she's a bit of a she's a bit of a hot mess at the <laughs> at the stage <laughs> in the game yeah. I thought for sure that he was taking her back there to like the private collection trouser snake. <laughs> yeah. like, I thought for sure that's where they were going with it, but they didn't. Well, and then, but then she does. Um, I guess, I guess, where my mind started to veer off into the idea that these were, you know, pre-planned killings, is she's sitting on the train. And she opens up her little pregnancy diary, which is just filled with like horrible drawings and like, like terrible language and stuff. And she wrote one down, yeah. as in like you know one yeah. down, six to go or whatever. And uh, so then that's when you kind of start to realize that there's probably a connection between the all of the people. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yep. 
Um, the one thing that I will say throughout this entire movie is that the music is really cool. Yeah, it's got a really cool '80s sort of synthy score to it, mm-hmm. which is very almost John Carpentery in in a way. Uh, yeah. Um, it's very like, or even something you'd hear in like a Nicholas Winding Refn. Yes, movie. yeah, that's actually probably more. Like, more akin to what yeah, I'm talking like, about, yeah. Like Drive or yep. something like that, yeah. Uh, it Follows had <clears throat> yeah, a very yeah, yeah, similar score. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it's at this point in the movie when you're introduced to quite possibly the greatest character uh, in in the movie. Uh, that is DJ Dan. Uh, DJ <laughs> Dan is my hero. Oh my okay, God. he is my hero. I'm going to model my life after DJ Dan. Oh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. God, we will not be friends sleaze. anymore. He was he was like uh, like I, I felt I felt mildly bad for everybody she was killing except for DJ Dan. Oh yeah, he had he was that just shit such coming. a he was just a cock. A oh, big, he's a great. Big red cock. He's. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to this like she gets all gussied up and she goes out to this bar. She's clearly pregnant. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, but the outfit she's wearing, uh, the skirt's high waisted yeah, and flows kinda... out, so she looks. Because at one point he he says something like, "He says, oh, I, I love you." He like, says, "Oh, I love, I love, them. I love fat birds." Yeah, yeah. And then he starts to and get like, really degrading oh, with it. He's like, yeah. oh, "Because you, it's like you don't care what I do to you. Like right. you don't, you hate yourself, so I can just do whatever I want." <laughs> it's and like, then pretty proceeds, much, yeah, pretty and much. And then the grossest part of the entire movie proceeds to vomit in his <laughs> in his afro wig. He vomits directly into it in the middle of a cab and then was still vomit pure like just like on his lips spit and vomit on his lips he leans over and like hard kisses her on the mouth <laughs> and I was make like, it out with her her like, face uh, afterwards oh. is so precious she's like oh uh. the fuck just happened. right she's like if i didn't already want to kill you you'd be dead so much faster so that's that's why his kill ends up being probably the it's it's I wouldn't say it's more gruesome than any any of the other ones. Satisfying, but it's yeah. yeah. She, uh, I I guess I'll just give it away. But she, uh, he he finally goes to they get back to his apartment and uh, he's being a creep, talking about movies and music. Not that that's creepy unless you're Mike, but um, <laughs> true. <laughs> but then he goes to like get on top of her, and she pulls out a knife. She does. You just see her do like a quick slice. It was like surgical precision. It was surgical yeah. precision. She does a, she does a quick slice across the, like the top of his like lap area, and she's clearly cut his femoral artery. But then he he like gets up and he backs away. Not only has she cut his femoral artery, but also she cut his sack open. So he pulls one of his own testicles out. And it out, just flops and on it the floor. Flo- and it drops to the floor. Boop. Oh, oh. God. And I'm sitting on the couch and I was like, yes! <laughs> you deserved that. So, and I, then his sweet little old mom comes out of her bedroom. Oh, my God. And she's just like, oh, you're going to have to put some bleach on that. <laughs> and then she's just so taking good. her back because she forgets it five seconds later. Yep. Like she has no idea what's going on. And she's like, you should leave, Danny. He's, he's no good you're so much better than him and i'm like well this woman has no clue what's going on she puts her in bed she does the dishes she does the laundry because the, laundry, she does the, laundry. Cause the, little, yeah. the lady keeps coming out saying oh i have to do the wash i was gonna say this this flick i think um more so than anything else uh you can tell that this movie was written by a pregnant woman and probably by because a lot of like things that happen in it that are things that like pregnant women probably deal with all the time, like the "I love fat birds" joke. Like, yeah. Yeah. like there's that. There's like the the um like the preconceptions of what pregnant people can and can't do. Like the, the whole movie is almost like venting the frustrations of a pregnant woman yeah, totally. through through the kills in every yeah. way. You know, well, and she and it makes sense too. She was she was 
coming off of all this rejection, probably yeah. because she was going out for auditions and stuff. And she might have even... I think that one of the telling scenes was when she goes to audition... Or not audition... Um, Apply for a job. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Like a, corp- a corporate job. And the, Very uh, much. the woman who... Was that Ella? Kate Dickey? Yeah. Kate Dickey from... Uh, she was in The Witch. It's ironic that her name is Dickey because she was a cunt. <laughs> yeah, she was... <laughs> She's she's sitting she's <laughs> I just offended Jay. I just offended Jay. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Continue. Hard T. Hard T. <laughs> she she's sitting across from her in a job interview and uh and Ella, Kate Dickey's character, goes goes into saying like, Oh, you know, everything's everything's really great except for, you know, there's one problem. And she, Ruth kind of gathers that, like, oh, it's because I'm pregnant, isn't it? And this whole kind of back and forth ensues where she's basically saying, like, well, you're, you're not, you can see why we wouldn't, wouldn't want to hire you because as soon as we hire you, you're going to be leaving for maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that scene in particular had a lot to do with I'm sure. why she ended up writing this movie because she probably went on auditions for movies back when she was, like, newly pregnant. And told them she was pregnant, and then people probably turned her down sure. because they said, "Well, you're, sure. you're not going to be any good to us eventually because you're pregnant." Sure. And maternity Which is, leave in the UK is way more than what we get here. Well, it's like a year, isn't it? Yeah, like a full year paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's luxury. Um, I think it depends. The pay part depends. Most of it is paid, but there is like the only one that I know, for, and I think it's the UK and Sweden that I looked I up. I think sweet, Sweden, that it's, yeah. um They get a year, but like the first nine months, the first six months is full pay, the next three months are 60%, 60% yeah. and then you can take the last three months, but they're unpaid. Right. Yeah, you can like triple that. Pregnant born. Oh my God. You're disgusting. <laughs> I don't know how I live with this person. Jay, you have every oh. right to be just. A... I'm just saying they'd probably pay you a pretty penny for it. I'm just saying. I don't know. There's definitely no. there's definitely a market for it. There's a market for everything. You could fuck your shoe when there's a market for it. <laughs> Jesus, <This is> Mike. <laughs> just, just grab her by the it's cold outside. Her <laughs> Man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what's in your drink no no <laughs> don't get us started uh, yeah. uh, no but you but back to it though you can really tell though this is written by somebody that like like she was venting frustrations you yeah. can absolutely 100% tell uh huh um so it's it. the formula stays pretty uh pretty much the same throughout the movie mm-hmm. she goes and she meets she's meeting up with what does it end up being like seven different people something like that something yeah like mm-hmm. that and they all seem pre-planned so she kind of you, you kind of start to get the sense that they're all they're all chosen for a particular reason and then they start to sprinkle in little flashbacks about um the fact that her husband was out on uh like a like a climbing instruction mm-hmm. at some point Sure. And the instructor had to like they they loaded seven people onto one line, and for some reason they couldn't get back up or something like that. And he had yeah, to they cut. don't like, they don't actually explain what happened. Yeah, they don't. Uh, but basically, the guy that was leading the group made the decision. It's either we lose everybody or we lose one person. Is kind of the way that it made it sound. Right. Um, so and for whatever reason, line. her husband was the odd guy out. Right. He was probably at the bottom. He's probably at the bottom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she couldn't understand that, which I don't blame her. Um, that that was the reason why she has revenge. And then she has this little devil baby talking to her from the inside, <laughs> basically uh, 
you know, steer, steering the ship, if you will. That's kind of that's kind of another thing is, and you could probably tell us this better than anybody, but um, like another one of the running themes, and I think you started to mention it earlier, is that you know, and I think that Ruth even says this at some point in the movie to a nurse. Uh, like, I feel like I don't have, like, I'm not in control anymore. The baby is in control. Like, my yeah. emotions are not mine anymore. Like, I do whatever she tells oh, me to do. You don't need to ask her that. Trust me, I know. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain in the history of pregnant women, I've been pretty damn put together. I've had a few moments, but, You're, you're going to get your you know, throat slit in your sleep now, tonight. Now, tonight right, may be a different right. story. Um, however, the, I think the nurse actually tells... She says something along those lines, and the nurse actually tells her that, that it's it's a time when you, you no longer have control over your body, over your emotions. Like, it over belongs you. to the baby. Yeah. I know what you were just going to say. What were you going to say? <laughs> you say it. Well, let's just say over your bladder. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that that's for sure a thing. I thought you were going to go every fifteen, every 15 minutes with this one is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I do. I well, pee all a, the time. When you have a six-pound just thing resting in, on your yeah, bladder, yeah, just sitting on your bladder, it makes sense. It makes you pee all yeah. the time. And when he randomly kicks or shifts towards the bladder, you're like, "Sweet Jesus, got to be right now!" And then like he'll move, and you're like, "Never mind, I'm good." It's the weirdest thing. But it's, no, it is very true. Like being, you literally, you have no control over anything anymore. I, Especially the further you get, there's just it. It just does what it's gonna do, and that's all mm-hmm. you've got. Do you do you sometimes feel though, like 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 what's going like what is going on with my mind? Like, do you have like weird thoughts or just like sometimes? Yeah, there there are some days like um, for the most part, I actually feel like from a hormonal standpoint, like emotional standpoint, I've had a few days where like I just randomly cry for an hour and I don't know why or what's <laughs> happening. Um, or like the stupidest of things will put me into like full on panic mode and I'm just like hysterical. But then I'm I'm like, okay, knock it off, pull your life together. Usually but, she's like, Oh my god, I live with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> that's you that's I have what to the baby raise does. my baby around him. Oh. <laughs> I had so many plans for my life and this is where I ended up. For fuck's sake. Let's be honest. She was crying about that long before the pregnancy. <laughs> but it, it does. It does. It does. It's not. I feel like I haven't had that part quite as bad as some some women I know have described it, um, or some men I know whose wives have been pregnant <laughs> have described it. Um, but there've definitely been moments where I have, like I said, I've hysterically cried for like forty five minutes, and I've, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. Um, it's the stupidest thing that sets it off. Or there have been times where I feel like I could literally take out a city block. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> but th- those are even more few and far between, and there's usually a decent yeah. reason for it. Don't feel but... bad. Sometimes it just feels good to cry. <laughs> right. Right. You're like, I, I like to cry. I just want to cry. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of, of a good cry every now and then. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, you are. The, the older you get. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what. I tell you, you the what. The best cry ever. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, what is it? it was from Intervention, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then they auto-tuned it. <laughs> <laughs> It actually just happened yesterday, but we'll talk about that when the second movie rolls around. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it fits more for that one. Yeah, so at the end of the day, though, yeah, that's that's a prevenge. Prevenge is, is, a, is a pregnant woman's letter to uh, almost to, like the movie industry and, and fuck, the people around her. It's a fuck you letter to... Kind yeah. of everyone. Well, yeah, not only the industry, but kind of society. And their, that's what we take from it, yeah. Well, because, you know, not everybody is sensitive to the, to the plight of a pregnant woman you know it's like yeah. it's uh it's not an easy thing to go through 
and some it's people not. are not empathetic at all. No, no. So there's sometimes like the one day when Mike was like, "Really? But what's been going on? What have you been doing?" I'm growing a human, you dick. <laughs> like it is exhausting. Like even if you do nothing throughout the day, like you're exhausted. Especially at this point, you're the, just tired. Listen, this is good that you get all these stupid questions and stuff out. Right. On, like you're practicing on her right. before you end up with a wife of your own. Where, right, right. So you don't end up making those missteps and getting it's your like, balls squeezed because off. Because I can like, listen, guarantee I'm getting a, they I'm probably getting a, won't be as nice. I'm getting a two for the price of one deal. You should be able to work harder. That's that's how I'm looking mm-hmm. at it. Oh, because <laughs> no now you have now you have the strength of a full-grown woman and a tiny baby. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And those babies have freak strength. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> As is evident well, in the next have, movie. Have you ever felt a baby pull on your beard or your oh, hair? God. Those things will rip your soul out. <laughs> well, and I think like we've we've talked we've talked about it a lot quite recently actually that I've as far as pregnancies goes I've had pretty damn easy one like hmm. overall like I haven't and that's probably how I ended up with high blood pressure. I haven't slowed down at all. Like, I just yeah. keep pretending like I'm not pregnant. Yeah. And now at, you know, eight and a half months where I can't really see my feet when I look down anymore, <laughs> um, it's kind of a bit more apparent that, yeah, there's got to take a little easy. But because um, now people won't lef- let me lift things. I'm not oh. allowed to move things or lift things. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> you mean like when you were trying to lift a... A three hundred pound dresser in your house. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't blame them for stopping you there. But that's <laughs> nah, like I got it. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just rest it on the bump, and I'll, just, I'll go first. You just push, and I'll just kind of guide it in. Kick, baby, kick. <laughs> but that's, that's the type of stuff, especially like, like you said, like you, you want to prove that, like, this is not going to stop me. Like, I can still do things. Yeah. I can still. And then you're like, there are times when you're like, okay, no, wait, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Like, there comes a point where you have to. Nope, you're gonna have to move that well, for me. You're nope. using the you strength of two, better. aren't you? Right, <laughs> you should exactly. Be able to lift more. Should be fine. Right, that makes total sense. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, uh, so uh, so that's prevention. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, it was it was good. I, yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. lot. It was it was the, uh, it was it was a good it was a good mix of funny and violent and yeah it's definitely uh, and, a black comedy yeah, for, sure. Definitely, for um, sure i did think that it was a bit long-winded at times like they could have moved it along a little bit and this could go into what you were saying about it being a little ad-libbed so possibly mm. you know that could very well be it yeah, yeah. Like, the movie was an hour and a half you don't want to trim a movie any shorter than that usually right. so yeah. maybe, maybe that does have something to do with it i don't know i did think that it was a bit long-winded though towards the end like, it took a little bit longer to get to certain things but um other than that though yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie, and yeah, it's, it's on. Uh, what it's we on watch? Shutter. So yep. yeah, check it out. Shutter now has a uh, an Xbox app. Just so anybody knows, used used to only be able to watch it on uh, your phones or mobile or a tablet. What you know, what have or, you. Yeah, you're... but it is now on an Xbox. So probably PlayStation, I would imagine as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on Switch, unfortunately, but you know. Mm-hmm. I do you have one more question about this movie. At the point where she had just been told that the high pitch frequencies can make your boobs leak milk. And she's running down the street being followed by these sirens. And all of a sudden, you just see these big wet spots on her boobs. <laughs> and both of you turned and looked at me. And I was like, are they trying to figure out, like, if this is happening to me at this particular moment? Are they trying to figure out, like, what, like, both of you simultaneously turned and looked right at me. And I was I like, actually had one of those. I actually had one of those mosquito repellent things next to me. And I cranked it at that point. So we were just waiting to see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been running high frequencies, like, over 20K in Audible in the background this whole time. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's why there's a puddle on the floor over there. <laughs> Is that why I'm leaking? <laughs> All three? Oh, my. Mike, your milk's coming in. Oh, God. All right. Well, hey, so let's move on to the next movie yes. then, shall we? 
before we start talking more about <laughs> Jen's lactation. <laughs> All right. So the next movie we're talking about tonight is uh, It's Alive yeah. from 1973. 74. 74. So, yeah, so you, have, have, you have the pregnancy of the demon baby telling you to kill people, and then you have the actual demon baby well, first, that first, kills people. First you have, well, first you have the red cock. The big <laughs> red, red cock. First it's the big red cock. And then you have the... The, the, the prevenge. The, the prevenge, the baby telling you to do shit. And then... And then it's the... Then the baby alive. comes out, yep. and it's an actual demon baby trying to kill people. <laughs> yes. Which is... Uh, that's it's, it's we're looking at it we're looking at we're looking at our self self fulfilling prophecy here because all this no. is going to happen with dude, Jen. Dude, this works two ways. The big red cock is like Satan's cock. That's why they're <laughs> demon babies. That's why they're demon babies. It works. <laughs> all right, it's alive from 1974. The Davies expect a baby, which turns out to be a monster with a nasty habit of killing when it's scared, and it's easily scared. Oh. Oh my god. So this is directed by uh Larry Cohen. Uh Larry Cohen has done a ton of stuff, James. What? I was yes. really hoping that you had uh <laughs> Larry Cohen's <laughs> filmography in front of you. Uh I do. In oh fact. you do? Oh, yeah. so what do you got? I'm looking he's he's a he's a pretty prolific writer yeah. actually, but uh uh, he did a Masters of Horror episode, Original Gangsters, uh, As Good as Dead, The Ambulance, Wicked Stepmother, Deadly he did Illusion. Q, didn't he? Q the Wing Serpent? Uh, is that a Larry Cohen film? Uh, he did do Q. Yeah. You are right. The Stuff. Now The Stuff. Yeah. Um, yep. Let's see. What else? Uh, it Lives Again, mm-hmm. which is the second installation Island of this movie. Of the It's Alive, I believe, is I what the did, other one's oh, called. Oh, he did do It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. Island of the Alive, yep. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, he's got I a, really want to watch the two sequels now after watching this. Oh yeah, for sure. What a weird movie! Like we'll get to mm-hmm. the ending later, but like, what a weird movie to end the way that it did. Because I knew there were sequels, so uh, you you expect the ending to be a certain way to leave it open, and, and it when it doesn't, I'm like, oh shit! Didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I like I usually seen the knowing sequels, there are so sequels can they... ruin an ending for you. Right. Um. um yeah, and yeah, like you said, the ending was just kind of a huge shock for this one. Yeah, it's pretty uh, brutal too. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, you basically just have uh, this nice little family—a family of three: husband, wife, and, and a son, an eleven-year-old son. Yep. And Frank, they, Frank and Lenore. Uh, Frank and Lenore, and their son is uh, not Charlie. Chris was his name. Chris. Yes, it was Chris. Yeah, yeah Chris. Um, Charlie's the uncle, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Lenore wakes up. She realizes it's go time. They they get she up. She jumps and... around a lot too. She's very agile for a woman being that it's go time. <laughs> Just went into labor. He like smacks her ass and she pops up and she's all. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I actually really I actually really liked the whole. I I, I like this movie in general, but uh, the the fact that like the way they the way they played out the entire uh, like first stages of labor in mm-hmm. this movie I liked because. Labor is sensationalized a lot. I, I know that there are times where yeah. women just are like, oh shit, this baby's coming right now, and then yeah. they end up giving birth in a taxi cab on the highway. Like yeah. I, I realize that that happens, but a lot of times it's just like, oh, I think I'm going into labor. And you don't have to just like rush to the hot. Like Aaron and I with uh, with Thatcher, with our, with our son, he was our firstborn. We were just sitting around one night, and she goes... I'm starting like I'm starting to feel something. I think we were supposed to. She was supposed to go and get induced the next day. Okay. So we were scheduled like with that. That was our plan. And and like 7 p.m. She goes, 
I, I'm starting to feel like I might be going into labor. And she knows, obviously. Her body's telling her something. Yeah. And then finally, I think at about 10, so like three hours go by. Finally, at about 10, we're just like, eh, I think we should pack up and head to the hospital. So, and it, it, you know, it wasn't frantic. It was very much like this movie. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't smack her on the ass and say, <laughs> say get up, cowgirl, or anything like that. But but it was very much like this, where you get up and you gather go, your things. Let's go and make you... a baby toots. <laughs> right. Like a lot of women, like, take a shower and right. they eat something because once you get to the hospital, they don't let you eat. Exactly. So a lot of people eat and they take a shower and they right. do their hair and makeup and stuff and then yeah. they go to the hospital because they've got hours. Oh yeah, and I'm pretty sure Erin did her makeup before we yeah, went. Yeah, at that point for a lot for heaven forbid for <laughs> a lot of I think for a lot of major, the majority of pregnant women, um, it doesn't your contractions aren't even that close together at that point. So like in between, you're you're kind of all right. Right, yeah. you're at like so, what are they? What is it like uh, five to six minutes? Yeah, where where you know that that's when you need to, and that's kind of what it was with Aaron. So I really appreciated the beginning of this movie, mm-hmm. not sensationalizing, sensationalizing it the way that most things do, where it's like a total emergency and your water broke and your the baby's gonna fall out any second. Like it just seemed yeah, very realistic. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed very realistic to me, and I, I liked it. And the the way they set up the family, like the whole family there. They're their, a decent their, unit. Their back and forth was just really charming. Like the dad was I thought I really the dad, liked the way he talked to his yeah, to his wife yeah. and to his kid and everything. I thought the the entire movie, I was telling Jim when we were watching this, I go, I wanna hate this guy because usually the dad in these situations, they're like just dick bags. Right. Like they're mm-hmm. like, you know, like like they're assholes and this and that. And it wasn't until the very end of the movie, like, oh all right, now he's a dick. <laughs> he did finally cusp over yeah. the uh, the edge yeah but then redeemed himself a little bit yeah. at the end yeah. but i have a whole theory about this movie all right i have well, a theory but we'll get there at the end yeah let's get um, into it a little bit so yeah. uh, so they get they get to the hospital things seem to be going okay um Finally, the baby comes. And, and it's, it's literally a carbon copy of what's going to happen to Jen. Yeah. Ooh. So when I said earlier <laughs> You're today be that... You're going to stirrups. And <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when, I said, when I said earlier in the in the thing that I would talk about why I had an absolute breakdown yesterday, um, I cried for a solid 45 minutes, like ugly cried at my desk because I was watching YouTube videos of people giving birth. <laughs> Don't do that. Why would you do yeah, that to yourself? Like, I was like, uh, because I was talking to someone about breastfeeding, they're like, oh, there's all these videos on YouTube. I was like, I wonder if there's like birth videos on YouTube. Of course there's there only, are. There's only one birthing video that should scare you that much and that is the scene from Ace Ventura 2 where he's coming out of the uh, <laughs> he's coming out of the elephant's yes. asshole. Yes. That is the birthing process. Right. <laughs> well, that and maybe the uh, alternate ending to the fly. Cuz uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um and and I literally like 20 minutes into the first one I was a puddle of tears i was like panicked and i was freaking out so i and then i watched the second one and and it's not even like you can see it's not even like you could see anything that was happening like the camera was back behind her head for the most part like you're just seeing like these horrific looking positions that they're putting this woman in and i'm like oh my god i can't with my life and she's going it's killing me right like and these both and then both of these ones had epidurals so god help them but um yeah it was horrific to watch and you couldn't even see what was going on really but it was it had me hysterical so stuff like that like the littlest things will just throw you over but um then we watched this movie later on last night (laughs) and this woman is literally being like put in these big stirrups and she's like shackled to the table and she's screaming and the guy keeps going 
This is just, he's just gigantic. He's just huge. <laughs> this head is just huge head. And he's going on and on. And I'm like, just sitting there like with my legs crossed. I've got the pillow up to my face. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> and like, and then he's like, see, I, I, we numbed you up. I just cut you. You didn't feel that, right? I was like, oh, oh dear God. This like, was, was kind like, of right off the heels. This was kind of sadistic for us to do this. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Right off the heels of me watching these things and like having an absolute panic attack meltdown over it and then i'm watching the most horrific demon baby birth ever it was perfect timing and terrible all at the same time yeah, the, but look at the little bundle of joy that they got as a result you know this yeah. thing came out and immediately slit the doctor's throat that's <laughs> yeah, well, evil yeah. i mean i have thank god for ultrasounds i know my baby doesn't look like a <laughs> demon child <laughs> I don't know. I've seen uh, those ultrasound pictures. Those three D. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no offense to to babies anywhere. Those three D ultrasounds are creepy. Mm-hmm. They are. They a little weird. absolutely can be creepy. They're yeah. No, what's yeah. creepy is not even the three D one, but just the regular ultrasound that I had. I think it was last week, and he literally like rolled over and opened his eyes, and I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, seriously? Whoa! Yeah, that's I was crazy. Like, no I see thanks. you. I remember seeing there was a. It ended up being like passed around on the internet as a as a, not a meme per se, but it was. So this dad posted a a photo of his wife's ultrasound, and like when he first saw it, like it was it was the story of how he freaked out at the doctor at first because this thing, when you looked at the picture and he pointed out what he was seeing, it literally looked like a xenomorph. <laughs> it was like what the fuck is this? And then it's a chest burster. But, but that ended up being the spine leading up to the legs. Yeah. What he was looking at, and the doctor's like, "No, no, the head's right here, dude." <laughs> but but when he, when you looked at it and he pointed it out, I was like, "Yeah, totally. It looked just like a xenomorph. Oh yeah. Freaky. Amazing. That's amazing." <laughs> so okay, so the baby's born and uh, kills everybody in the emergency room. Kills the doctor. Kills the nurses. Kills everyone. It's a very it, efficient killer. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> um, this this baby is is a trooper mm-hmm. well, this this thing gets around mm-hmm. it it knows what it's doing it's like it's like it's a animal instinct like completely like it's it's a monster baby with these psychotic animal instincts that just kills everyone because it's terrified and and, and it's interesting because the whole movie you're waiting for some sort of like i had my theories going throughout the movie because the dad kept making comments like like you're looking at me like the, you know I had something to do like the something to do with this like this was my flesh and blood yeah and so I started to think is there like a like a weird Rosemary's Baby kind of thing going on here like is this I don't believe so no I, no no I know I know now that it wasn't but okay. like the whole time because I had realized that I had never seen this movie I thought like is this a a demon child or something right like was I it mean, not really his kid because it's running around killing people it's got these big sharp teeth and claws so it makes sense that it would be not of this world you know what i mean perhaps there's more of an explanation in the second movie because of what happens in the final moments of this movie perhaps 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 um but we don't know yeah um yeah so <laughs> demon baby is on the loose at this <laughs> point and the father wants nothing to do with it the father like basically wants to get <clears throat> rid of it it's not like you said he doesn't think it's his the mother on the other hand though just like is being a mother it's it's her baby. She wants to find it. She wants it to be protected, and then and even though it's killing people, she's her progression throughout the movie is really interesting too. Like she, I mean, obviously she goes from just being like absolutely exhausted, and she's wasted off the drugs that she, they gave her and stuff, and she kind of 
she makes this transition into where she's being like, uh, it, it's like she's, she's completely ignoring everything the baby is doing and just wants it to be perfect. Yeah, but she's like just, she's she just gets really bubbly and she goes back to being sort of a housewife and she seems like she just wants to pretend like everything's all right. Yeah, and uh, it, and it's it's weird. And the actress uh, who played Lenore, Sharon Farrell, I. I thought she was great. Like she really played the part really well, and in in that uh, to to the uh, to the credit of uh, Frank Davies to John P. Ryan, yeah. I I loved his character, even when he was being kind of a dick bag. Like I just thought, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I like I don't. I don't really know much about him as an actor. I, I didn't even look up his IMDb. He's a fine to see, actor. Like, no, I think I like I thought that he played the part so well. No, I, I agree. <clears throat> I think though that his character, like I said, I really wanted him to be a dick, and he wasn't. Like he was actually a decent husband. Like he was compassionate towards his wife. He yeah. Was, and a lot of times in these '70s movies, the the, the husband's a dick bag. Right. Like I said, like he's you're just waiting for that shoe to drop and unfortunately it did sort of at the end where he's hunting down his own kid with a gun trying yeah. to kill it and then he slaps his wife around a little bit and I was like alright did he slap her around yeah he slapped, he slapped her around a bit oh, yeah. he slapped her in the face twice oh jeez yeah. I don't remember that for when some he, reason yeah. he realizes that she's hiding the baby the worst oh, part about yeah, it yeah, the yeah. worst part about it though is back in the 70s when it was made mm-hmm. I don't think that that was necessarily a character arc to make him be the bad guy I think that was just like a thing. He was just like, yeah. get a hold of yourself. Because you know? like, unfortunately, back yeah. in the, you know, it, things were different, sure. you know? Yeah. And, and I don't think that they were, I don't think that it was intentionally made to make him look like a bad guy. But in today's day and age, very much like what's in my drink, it just does not translate very well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. But at the same time, like you said, you kind of like you're expecting him to take a turn and just be like a complete ass. And some of the some of the reactions that he's having to because this is his kid yeah. after all even though it's a demon baby he's that's killing everybody he's, he's sort of in denial it, yeah. and he's saying to like like he even signed off the rights to like once they kill the baby it's like take he it signed and it up, experiment on take it his... experiment on it see what happened to it and that seems very cold but also when you kind of put yourself in his shoes and this demon baby is running around and taking innocent lives. Like, how the hell else are you supposed to react to this? Yeah. Right. You know? You don't... Like, you wouldn't... Like, I don't think there's really a person alive that would say, I just want you to bring me the baby and I want to raise it. Yeah. Because it's killing, like, dozens of people at this point. Yeah. Right? I I think, too, one of the most... um, One of the scenes that caught me the most off guard has nothing to do with the baby, has nothing to do with anything other than the interaction between him and his boss. So he works for a public relations uh, office. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They take on clients to basically make people look good and to fix problems and this and that. Right. And his boss brings him in, is super concerned, asks him how he is, tells him this and that, take three weeks vacation. You know, and... But he's got got an ulterior motive. He has an ulterior motive, but he handles it really well. Uh, I thought the dad or the boss, both. Yeah. I thought both did. Quite frankly, well, they've they've obviously been working together for a long, long time. And the guy basically is like, take the time off. Like, you need to understand how bad this looks. Like, you're right. in the middle we're, of this thing. We're, we're a, a PR, PR company, and people and like, don't want their PR representative yeah, to be. It wasn't even a like celebrity. A, right. It wasn't even really a dick move. Like, I actually no. completely understand it. Like, you, yeah. It's it's it's. I don't know. It's it's like the the spokesman for Camel Cigarettes suddenly speaking out because he has cancer or something. You know, what I'm saying? it's like you can't do that. Like <laughs> right. you're making you, you, people expect a certain thing. That's a bad example, <laughs> but, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Um, and I thought that it was handled well because 
and different from most movies because a lot of times you would see like the guy getting you know fired or laid off or whatever would be super pissed off and no it's like he got it he was right. mad but he understood it right well you i know? don't think like, he realized that he wasn't coming back ever yeah that was kind no. of the dick move at the end he was like pack up his desk and send him his stuff he's not coming but back. the way that the husband reacted afterwards though i got the impression that he kind of knew like don't worry mm-hmm. about my job this and that like you know i think you know the, the wife was like i thought you were supposed to be working i'm paraphrasing but like and he goes no no i, I took vacation it's like well, he, he knew. was well he was, way I he was covering up a little bit because the, the his his boss or his manager whoever that guy was essentially told him i'm going to make you take your 3 weeks vacation right. because we can't afford to have one of our pr guys uh look this bad in, in the public light yeah. right but he didn't lie to him, though. He He's like, well, what happens after that three weeks? Can I come back? And the guy was like, we don't know. He didn't lie to him. Well, he kind of did he because paid. he knew as soon as he walked out the door, he wasn't letting him yeah, come back. Yeah, as soon as he walked out the door, he looks so, at his secretary and says, yeah. pack up his things from his desk and send them because he's right. not coming back. He's not okay. even he tried to have weeks. a heart. How about that? I'm, but I'm reaching you. If, okay? you think, if you think about it, he handled it He handled it exactly the way a PR guy would. Right. PR is all about... Uh, public relations well yeah public but it's perception. but well, yeah but it's it's about spinning you know like sure. you, yeah. you spin you spin bad situations into less bad situations right. and that's what he was doing with it. he was playing the PR game with Frank yeah like he was he was saying ah it's not it's not that big of a deal just take your three weeks like get out of the public eye for a little while right. we'll get this all glossed over and then you can come back and blah 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 and then as soon as he's gone, Back Boom. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So well, like he, he handled it the way a PR guy would. They had a good chuckle about the fact that he could really use a PR guy <laughs> for yeah. his situation, yeah. which I thought was funny. The only other dick move that the boss did, though, is he totally had the lady order, the receptionist order him breakfast, and then he never even got to eat it. <laughs> That's what I thought. He's I like, like, and it sounded hell? like a really nice breakfast, yeah, too. He's like, hey, bring him two poached, poached eggs, and and English muffins, some Canadian bacon. And I was like, right. that sounds Big really good. orange juice. And I was like, that sounds delicious. <laughs> and he leaves the before his breakfast gets there. Yeah, and he's like, then he boots him out before he even gets the food. I'm like, you could have at least let him have that last meal come on but that again spinning spinning a situation Mm -hmm. he spun it so that she would bring him breakfast yeah (laughs) he's like i just got breakfast and uh, (laughs) this asshole's out on his ass right um i also thought the movie too like i I saw this to jen it almost plays out more like a a 70s tv cop drama than it does a horror movie yeah it sort of does it had that feeling like almost like miami vice or something like that every Mm -hmm. now maybe not completely but like a little bit yeah um it was like a it was like an action like drama Mm -hmm. with these horrific baby murder spree kills mixed (laughs) in like it was well i mean if you you replace if you replace the uh evil demon baby with uh just like a, a serial killer or mm-hmm. something. That's true. Yeah, it's it kind of the same thing. Or, or just a killer in general. It, 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 it was basically like a it was like a episode of Columbo, you know, <laughs> yeah. but just with the demon baby. So speaking of the demon baby, they did a really cool thing. Whenever it was the POV shots from the demon baby, and they put it into this double vision. Mm. As if like the baby's vision's not quite developed yet, right. and I right. thought that was really cool. Yeah, and they did it in a way where it wasn't hard on the eyes. A lot of times you'll watch stuff like that, and it's, it's ooh, it's a, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. hard to look at because it fucks with your eyes. Yeah, I thought that however it is that they did this, like it, it was it worked. It was just blurry enough to where you got what they were trying to do. It was like it's a newborn baby; it can't. Well, it wasn't even blurry. It was literally double vision. Like it was it was like superimposed twice, just a little away from each other. Yeah. Um, and it was just really cool, though. Like it was, a, it was a cool way to establish it. You always know when the baby's around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the exception of one time where they use it, 
like it's coming up on the dad's uh, ankles, and then it turns out that his wife is behind him. Uh, no, the, those, no, no the, the, the baby, baby was, was actually crawling toward him, and then the wife comes in. Okay, I feel like the wife would because, probably have seen the baby, but well, but she he, knew he was there. The baby, she, she knew that bed. the baby was there. Oh, so the baby was, that. and also because that that shot was coming toward his feet. True, and then she came from his left side, so the All baby right, was I stand corrected. But the baby wasn't crawling toward him to kill him, because it knew that it was right. dead. Yeah. And she tries to explain that. She's like, it could have killed you early. Oh, yeah. She even says, like, yeah. I, oh, I think it was when they were in the nursery. And it goes and it shuts the door instead of killing him. Yeah. And then he flicks on the light. And he's freaking out a little bit. She says, it could have killed you. Or he could have killed you at this point. You know, it's a boy. Yeah. He could have killed you, but he knows, he knows that you're dad. Yeah. yeah. And so he didn't kill you. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. I stand corrected. Yeah. Speaking of the baby crawling on the floor, I do love the fact that they had like either a little person or a full grown person. It was hard to tell, but there was definitely a person in a baby suit crawling on the floor at, at a in couple. In certain shots. <laughs> in certain yeah, shots. Yeah. And I, I kind of love that because it's, I don't know, it's an old 70s movie magic that looks kind of terrible now, but like, there's a certain charm to it that I just kind of love. Well, it's kind of, I mean, it's like what they used to do with, with Chucky, yeah. Yeah, I say, it was a little little, little guy running yeah. around, it, was like, yeah. it doesn't even look like a doll, but you kind of love it, right. because it doesn't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I will say about that, there were a few times that I think were those types of scenes where I was like, that thing is huge. Like, that did not come out of that woman. Like, because when you see her pregnant in the beginning, she's, her belly's not even that big. Mm -hmm. And so to have this giant demon baby that it looked like, and it was just the one scene where it was like behind a chair and it looked like a full grown toddler. Is it it possible that uh, because it's like a weird freak baby that it's just growing at an advanced rate? That's what I thought, but then the next ones, yeah. It's tiny. The next shots, he's tiny. Well, he's also a pretty big dude. I don't. I. I still don't. Think I mean. They, I mean, it was. It was bigger than a newborn child. The one. Yeah, yeah it was uh, the one shot though that I'm talking about. It looked like it was like a four year old. Oh, really? And then in the very end, in this, in some of the shots after that, it was clearly still like a baby, mm-hmm. like an infant. So it maybe grew like a couple months faster. Like it was a couple months old at that point. But um, for that baby to be that quite as giant as it looked in some of the shots i was like yeah no that wouldn't have come out like that would not have come out that way yeah uh, i mean I well, there's a will there's a way again. <laughs> I, kind of, I, I really kind of like uh i like the fact too that because i didn't i didn't really know what to expect i didn't know if it was just going to be the baby on screen just killing people all the time yeah. they kept it hidden a lot it was kind of they did kind of a jaws mm-hmm. thing with it like it you didn't you really didn't see the baby that much at the end of the movie when it's in that tunnel mm-hmm. and there's like the uh the, the police lights just oh, flickering yeah. that was cool it, like every now and then you just get like a quick flash yeah. of the baby. Yeah. it was super effective yeah, yeah. Really and the baby cool. mind you uh rick baker did the uh, did the effects oh, for this really? movie yeah cool. rick baker did the effects which is huh. i had no idea that he had worked on this mm-hmm. um so you know it's it's gonna be good work but yeah. like they kept it hidden enough to where it looks real yeah. like kind of yeah. you know like it's and even in the like the the kill scenes where it would it would approach somebody in in its pov yeah and then it would kind of cut to the POV of the adult who was being attacked, and you would see just a flash of the baby sort yep. of jumping yeah. toward the person. I thought that it really worked yeah. out well. It was always like, just like action shots. So you never yeah. really got like a good look at it. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it was effective. I agree. I agree. For sure. Um, so t- I, and really, like, as far as the ending goes, because you were, you said, oh, he kind of took a turn and it was sort of yeah, a dick move yeah. at the end, but like, 
really what else could you do well this was the first time mm-hmm. here's the thing so so they're they're out hunting the baby the baby has killed a shit ton of people uh the cops everybody's out looking for it wanting to kill it the husband dad is with them with a rifle and he's shooting at it. And like he's, he's expecting to kill he it. He wants to kill it. Yeah. But then he actually sees it for the first time. That's a, in that subway. That's the first time. Not a subway, he, a sewer. Or the sewer. Yeah. That's the first time he ever actually lays eyes on mm-hmm. his creation, his mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. Or I guess a son. Yeah. Um, yeah well, she said it was a boy. a boy. Oh, she said it mm-hmm. Okay. So, and, and it's like right then and there, these fatherly emotions come out. And that's, like, that's my kid. That's right. my spawn. Like, that's, I made that. Well, and it's kind of just in the corner. It's injured because he had already shot it in the shoulder previously. Yeah. And it's injured and it's crying. And it's like, you really start to feel kind of bad for this poor little thing. Like it's, it's, it's lashing out and it's killing people. It's scared. But it's because it's scared. It's got these like animal instincts. And so he finds it and it's crying and he realizes that it poses no threat to him. And that's when like he starts to cry. Yeah. And he and he starts to kind of like try and calm the baby down. Like he shushes it and tell and says says if 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 they hear you, they're gonna come and they're gonna take you away. And so he tries to do the the, the right thing mm-hmm. and he picks up his baby and he tries to tries to get away with it, but he is unsuccessful. He ends up yeah. using the baby as a projectile, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody blows it to shit. <laughs> well, it's like I like I said, what are you supposed to do at that point? They were yeah. going to shoot it anyway, and he was going to be. In, caught in the crossfire. Yeah. And I got the, was it, he did kind of throw it, but it also seemed like it sort of leapt toward, that, it was toward trying that one to, guy. It was trying to get the guy that was like, like spearheading the whole. That was trying to get him to like put yeah. the baby down, put the baby down. Cause right. that was the one of the, that was the doctor. I think that wanted to experiment, experiment on, on it. Yeah. And he, at one point even said like, take him, lock him up, experiment on him, but just let him live. He's not going to hurt you. He's not right. going to hurt anybody. And then one um, of the, one of the cops is like, nah, that fucking thing dies right now. Right. I will shoot you. If you don't put it, like, I, you've got one second to put it down or I'm going to shoot it anyway. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, he goes to kind of like, he puts his arms down a bit and it looks like the baby just leaps out. And it goes right for it's that kind doctor. Of final hurrah. Yeah. yeah. And this is what we were talking about, how we know there are sequels. So we figured the baby was going to live. So it's like, you did yeah. not expect that to happen. And then as they're pulling away, like the cop looks at the dad and goes, there was another one that was born in Seattle. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. which makes you wonder, wait a minute, why are these things being born all around the world? Like you have no idea. Right. right. Is What's there going something on? Is going there some, on? Yeah. Is there, yeah. Um, it makes okay. you wonder if it was something like, demon spawn baby like maybe it really wasn't like the baby recognized him as his father but maybe that really wasn't his maybe that was not created from that it was yeah well this plays into this plays into my uh theory about the movie uh i think that the movie is about and i i don't know what i got from it is that this movie is about mental health is Mm. what i got from it they talk a lot about in the movie um the dad is talking to a lot of other people um you know uh they use the r word a lot yeah and uh the, a couple times actually though and yeah. like, oh my son's not a, a you know a, a retard yeah. like, whatever like they, they, they say it they say it yeah. a lot though to the point where i think it's intentional enough to where it almost strikes me as though it's like back in the 70s, it's people's view of mental health. And when people are born 
or had kids who were born with um, mental Cogn- health like issues. Cognitive, yeah, sure, and then they and they're looked at like these little monsters. Like nobody, like nobody wants them. And, you know this and that. I, I, that's kind of what I got from it. You know, it's like everybody wants this perfect child. So when it comes out not perfect, the the father just disowns it, and society right. just doesn't accept it, and this and that. And they, it's treated like a monster. Like it's gonna hurt people, or this and that. Like mm-hmm. those, I got a lot of those undertones from the movie. I also, well, I, yeah, I, I picked up on some of that. I picked up on some other, like, kind of, uh, like, sociopolitical stuff, too. I, I, this movie came out in 1974, and to, as far as I know, like, I, from what I, from what I can gather just from my own watching experiences, this was the first movie that I've ever watched that talked about uh, birth control yep. and, and abortion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they did. And I know that those those were probably hot topics at the time. Yeah, sure. So I wonder if there were like you know some like I said some like socio political undertones that they were trying to work out, and and that kind of fits in with it too. What you just said. Yeah. So that that's what I picked up. That's what I picked up from it. And when you watch it from that point of view, everything kind of falls yeah. in a place. Like everything kind of seems like it has a place. You yeah. know, Like like they're and especially like at the very end, you know, the father thinks that his son is a. Uh, he doesn't want him, you know, because he's not normal, you know? And then he sees him and he realizes, oh, he's still my son. Like, I still love this thing. Like, you know, like, and you get that. It kind of comes full circle or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I got from the movie. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought the movie was trying to say. I have no idea if that's the case. It's just kind of like what I picked out of it. Well, I, I think the part that you were talking about was even, was it the PR guy he was talking to? When he said, yes. when they're saying yeah. that, he's like, yeah. he's like, like, you know, you know, John, Johnson down in yeah. accounting, like he's, his son's a retard and you know, they yeah. just, they, they keep they, him, they keep him in, they keep him in the house and everybody totally understands it and why he doesn't want but him to come But they treat it like out. a burden though. They treat it like it's a, it's exactly. a horrible yeah. thing, you right. know, and it's like, yeah. Well, and you got the feeling too, that there was something going on in their marriage because she said, are you sure you, you know, you're good with this? Like, you're not going to feel trapped like last time. Yeah. And then yeah. she mm-hmm. mentioned something too, that the doctor's trying to give her pills. And she's like, I don't like the pills. I don't want to take them. Maybe this happened from all the pills I was taking. Mm. So she was medicated oh. of some sort. So that might have, might even feed into the, oh no, but they actually mentioned, they mentioned, there was another scene uh, where two guys were talking and you could get the sense that one of them was for, from uh, Big Pharma. Because yes. he says, okay, because I thought you were talking about, like, pills for mental health. Yeah. But she, she's talking about birth control. Yep. Because he says, well, uh, he oh, asked okay. the guy, how long has she been on birth control? And he says, oh, she's been taking it for 36 months or something like that. Mm-hmm. So and that then he part... says, if we find out that this happened because she was on birth control, then that could look really bad for us. So it's best if we just kind of gloss over this whole thing because i even said it was like political pharmacy bullshit even back then but this was a different scene it was later on so maybe it was just referencing back to that Mm. because she did say it was later on in the movie because it was one that i it was part that i watched today so it was later in the whole scheme of things yeah and she says something about all the pills i was taking so it made it sound like maybe there was more to it right but even just the way she was like you're not going to feel trapped like last time and are you sure you you're good with this and all that stuff so it gave you the sense that they that it was probably a situation where she got accidentally accidentally pregnant pregnant, and he at that point you got married and you did you know you did what you had to do right um and then it was like 11 years he was good well at this point it was 11 years later like you have to imagine he was 
but she was very much like when the when she wanted her son to come home after this whole thing had gone down and she's like asking him if she can bring him home. Mm-hmm. He's like, no. And I told you no, and we're not going to do it. Right. And she just kind of obeys and it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think there's definitely a lot of socio-political. Yeah. I'd actually yeah, like yeah. to dig into this one a little more and find out what more, more people had. I didn't really get to read up on it very much, but I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of people that have things to say about yeah. this movie. Yeah. <clears throat> the abortion conversation kind of surprised. I think us like, when we were watching it, we were kind of like, "Oh, well, that had to be." Well, you just don't. Then. You like 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 we said, we you don't see that in a lot of in movies from movies, that era, right, especially right. from the '70s. Yeah. Like, like it was a hot but it was a hot button issue, right. absolutely. But you don't you just yeah. didn't see it in entertainment very often, right. especially you know? where he's like he's like, "Of course we did. Who doesn't? What? What? Oh, like ask about right. abortion? <laughs> yeah, like everybody asked about it yeah. these, and these days. days yeah. And I was like, "Oh, was that a thing? Like, right. okay, yeah." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, you're think... married with an 11 year old. Why would that be your go to thought right. process when you find out you're pregnant? <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, I think yeah. there's, I think there's more to it. Yeah, but this, I, I this, think so. At least. What's funny is this seems like just kind of a. It's not even. It's not even schlocky. It's actually just a. It's pretty. It's a. It's, it's a pretty, pretty good movie. movie. Yeah. It's a pretty good movie, but like when you take it at face <laughs> face value, it is what it is. But. This could probably be one of those movies that we end up digging into and talking about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think so too. I think that the two sequels are more monster movie-esque and they're more comedies. Yeah, I'm I not, just, if I'm not mistaken. Now, granted, I've not seen them but I just, from what I know about them. So for It Lives Again from 78, uh, it actually says the synopsis is an epidemic of mutant monster babies sweeps America. So okay. it kind of begins with, because at the end of this one, when he says, oh, another one was just born in Seattle. So it seems like it picks up from there and okay. you're seeing it okay. all over America. Gotcha. And, you know, given the, now that I'm thinking about it, given the conversation with that pharmaceutical guy, and then it's an epidemic in the second one, it makes me wonder if it's not a play on the fact that, like, the drugs that are given to people and, like, that that's what's mutating the, ba- and, like, them trying to sweep it under the rug and hide it, like... That could be the main point of this whole thing, hmm. Hmm. is how that affects it, and yeah. them trying to sweep it under the rug for their own. Benefits. That's true too. Maybe the uh, the dad does star in the second one. So. Oh really? Yeah. So he's back in it. Okay. Yeah, Frank. So yeah, it'd be. I I, yeah, it. I definitely want to check these other ones out and and see 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 if there's anything else to take away from it. I smell an episode. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it for that one, huh? Uh, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. So the yeah. next the next time you hear Jen, oh, she will be with child. She will be with child. Well, I currently am already with child. I have the uh, child on the outside. Her voice, yeah. her voice will be filled with the joy and exhaustion that only comes with <laughs> that only comes with parenthood. I will say it's the one thing almost everybody I've talked to is like, "You're gonna be so tired." Oh yeah, it's ridiculous for the first oh, like God. couple months. Yeah. So mm-hmm. fun times. Have fun. Fun times. At least you got Mike there to help out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like he's gonna help out at all. <laughs> He'll be giving your kid beer to quiet it down. <laughs> Little gin on the gums. Right yeah, yeah. My Never mom did no ask one. if we could take if we could take the Chucky doll as my focal point while I'm <laughs> pushing. Uh, I'm nice. Like, yeah, because that's what we want the kid to see the first thing he comes out. Well, uh, guys, it's, it's just after midnight here in Michigan on a beautiful Wednesday, December fifth. It's uh, uh, time to. 
Blaze up. Legal now. <laughs> oh, it's twice today. Break out those joints. Uh, so they yeah. still call joints yeah. nowadays. Let's smoke some drugs, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love drugs. I do them all the time. Yes. Me too. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of doing drugs. I I, I, snort, I drugs. snort marijuana <laughs> through my through your butt. butthole. That's no. genius, right? Straight straight That's into smart. the suck butt with coke. <laughs> as soon as uh, disclaimer, please the, don't the, try we're this. Then butt chug some vodka. <laughs> as soon as midnight hit, I turned the phone clock on. I look at Mike and I, yeah. <laughs> I, I passed him the invisible joint. <laughs> No, I didn't even th- I didn't even think about it till I saw someone talking about uh, they're like I bet all the Taco Bells are gonna be really <laughs> packed after midnight tonight in Michigan and I was like what? Uh, no I don't want to drive home everybody's just gonna be high out of their minds they'll be just oh driving God. slow you just go past them <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy all right okay. well uh, so are we going back to the doing format the, of uh, pizza death here wheel of pizza death all right all right you ready yep. wheel of taco bell death <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do this god that's the worst will you build it. a physical wheel please i love it it just goes uh, on forever uh, uh, uh. this thing this thing takes longer than jen's labor is going to <laughs> Ah, hey, okay. So movie picks beer. Oh, we keep coming up with like. Oh, 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 oh it moved! It moved! Uh, top ten. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I mean, do you want to spin again? Do we have an idea for top ten? Got a lot to spin again. Uh, we, do, uh, we just did top ten. We did just do top ten. Yeah, let's not do top ten. Okay, we're gonna go again. again. Oh god, again. now we gotta listen to this again. <laughs> <laughs> did you just spin it like three times? Nope. That sounded like it. Okay. All right. Here we <laughs> go. Oh All right. My God. Uh, retrospective. All right. Uh, so what are we doing? I know it. Oh. <laughs> Come on. No, let's just go. I think it's because you move. Is it? When does you move it, your phone. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, retrospective. retrospective uh, I know what you did last oh, summer yeah, trilogy. We, we've been waiting for this one. Cool. Yeah. All right. That'll be fun. So that, yeah. All right, so that'll be for next week. I know what you did last summer. You can expect a four-hour episode. <laughs> I know what I know what Jen did last summer. <laughs> All right, uh, so oh, this is fun. I haven't seen these movies in a long. Yeah, yeah, actually, this... I don't think I've ever seen the third one. Um, I don't think I've ever seen what's, it. What's the one on the island? That's the second one. Just, that's a, oh, I don't know. If so I've I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. I'll always know what you did last summer. Oh, I don't know if I've ever seen. I've never seen it either. Seen oh, well, this one. is exciting then. This will be fun. But I really yeah. enjoy the first two, so I'm excited to listen to this episode. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I would say come back, but you're probably going to be in labor or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to it while you're in labor. There you go. I do actually, need a, I do need actually, a playlist. Actually, the next time, but... come on the back. Oh my god If you want to find us on social media You can find us on SoundCloud, Instagram And Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast You can find us on Twitter At the Buzzkill PC You can find us on all first, second, third Every streaming site You can think of Maybe not, maybe I'm lying Who knows, find out Uh, You can find us there We are also on Stumpler Swipe right Stumpler? Stumpler? Stumpler. <laughs> oh god, I don't even want to know. I don't either. Uh, find us on iTunes and give us five minutes apart <laughs> contractions, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and yeah, do it. If you want to find Jay, oh, Ooh. he'll be blazing for days. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can find me on all social media. Oh shit, recording. And also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Sorry, I helped oh my out God. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. This is a fun episode, guys. All right, well, uh, until next week. Cheers, boys. Cheers. And girl. Try to have a good night. <laughs>